kings and queens, and we're back with another edition of Talk Back to Me podcast. I'm your host, Exclusive Stories. Next to me, I got the wonderful and also oh brilliant Chelsea. Go ahead. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Chelsea pouring into you with Where's the Wine. Today, we'll be talking about taking control. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, hot girl G, Giselle underscore OVO. Hey. Special guest. I'm ready, y'all. I'm ready. Yes. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, this is your girl Jelly with you into the streets. Um, and today we're talking about these mass shootings and these killings in our city streets. What are we gonna do to change that? What it do? What it do, man? You know it's your boy Ticket, man. I'm always coming with Ticket thoughts. I don't tell y'all shit to the end of the show. So tune the fuck in. Let's get it. All right, we got a powerful topic coming up. Y'all just met the team yet again. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Topic of the day is gonna be very <laughs> simple, but. It's gonna shake up some things. Child support, what's old and what's wanted. I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with Ticket. What you got for us on that, man? Hey, man, it's gonna get a little deep. And I mean, topic that I really thought of, because sometimes it's a lot of women out here that want more than what they think they need. Uh, so I really wanna see what my ladies got to say about this today, because I think it's gonna be a little controversial. Please. Oh, yeah? <coughs> <laughs> How you feel? Uh, uh, who, me? Oh, yeah, Jelly. So. I feel like this. I feel like if a man is going to do something, he's going to do it regardless. You don't have to put him on child support to do it. And that's coming from a mom. I'm not going to force you to do nothing that you don't want to do. I mean, that's your karma. And if I feel like I need the help, that means I just got to hustle a little harder. Because okay. whether you do it or not, as a mother, I still have to make shit happen. So, yeah, I really don't care for child support. But if you are going to be on child support, pay what you owe. Because that lady didn't make that baby by herself. Unless you told her you didn't want that child. Stop having these babies out of spite and expecting people to take care of them. <laughs> he didn't sign up for that. He told you he didn't want that baby. He told you take that plan B and get that abortion. Wait a minute. No, because he told you to take that plan B and get that abortion and you chose not to. So you since you want to the plan B, now you got to pay for the child support. Period. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what I'm saying? How you feeling? How you feel about that topic? To be honest, you know, I'm trying to put my, like, because I don't have kids, but I'm trying to, I understand kind of both points of views, like, what she was saying, like, she feels like you don't need to, like, if you know what you got to do, step up as a man, step up as a man, and play your play your part in it, but I feel like if, if you could have that mutual conversation and be able to talk about, all right, let's be adults about this, you know what I'm saying, like, it could be handled overall, like, in a better, like, way. But at the end of the day, like, you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah. Well, I just feel like uh, either don't fuck it raw or, like, just make sure you do what you want. <laughs> Wait a minute. It almost skipped over my head. I'm like, say what? Don't fuck raw. If you can't take care of no kids, do what you need to do to make sure you don't have none. Well, the fuck? And I do got some more to say about that shit, so I'm going to just say this. I ain't got no kids, but I found out when I was 18 and my daddy, my mom was supposed to child support and I ain't getting no money. My mama checked the card, it was $3.06. Mm, what you doing? Six, six, 16 years went by. But wait, no, because mamas will spend the child support money on, on so, BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ain't not a doctor no, 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 like, no, like, But no, my mama no. wasn't that, she not that kind of person. She definitely tried to keep me connected with him. He disappeared on his own. He did that on his own. And it's a lot of people um, out here. You do have a lot of mothers that, that put men on child support just because. But um, a lot of guys get like two, three hundred dollars a month on child support. That ain't shit to take care of no child. 
at all. So all that complaining, oh, she won't, she asked me for money. She should, more money. Well, she you know should. it goes off a percentage, right? And, and that's fine. You know she got to do all that shit by herself. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just telling you it goes off a percentage. So it's not that I, I it's not that, that he's telling you what he's gonna give. That's what that's, they told I think him to give. Twenty percent or something. Yeah, that's what they tell him to give. Okay, mm -hmm. but a lot of men feel like that's all they should give just because it's coming out of their paycheck. Well, any man is gonna do more for his child because the child's probably gonna call and ask the dad for more anyway. You know if the dad's active, you, you I said any man. Don't. Did you hear what I said? Uh -huh. I didn't mean that. Did you hear what I said? I didn't say boy. I didn't say nigga. But what I'm saying is, you got more boys than men out here doing. That's not doing what they supposed to do. True. We gotta right. stop sleeping with boys. <clears throat> I'm not talking about you in general. <laughs> I said we got to stop sleeping with boys. If you're gonna sleep with a man, you know, a man know what it is, the consequences that come out of that. You know, if we lay down and we decide not to use protection, I gotta take what comes from that. You know what I mean? So anything that comes from that, I gotta understand that that's a man. But if it ain't a man, then that's the issue and that's a problem. You know what I mean? You gotta make that decision before you get into that decision. Yeah, and you got a lot of men that feel like, uh, they treat their kids like they babysitting them, not like that's actually their child. Oh my gosh. Oh, that, oh, I'm babysitting my baby. Hold oh, on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How are you babysitting and babysitting? I was you at the park for two hours, my nigga. This year. You know, babysitting. It's hot out there. You don't understand the shit I went through in this heat. I'm giving you them back. I can't babysit him. I can't watch him. Oh, yes, the fuck you can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've seen the post. This dude was like, um, uh, his baby mama sent his kid to his house for the summer with no clothes, and it's like because that should be her second awesome. home. Yo, her mama shouldn't have to send clothes. You should already have shit there for your child to feel comfortable, not like she's visiting you. Okay. So take your ass to Target, Walmart, yeah. and get your baby. This is my question. I got <laughs> This is my question though. All right, say I'm a millionaire, but I was a millionaire before I met you. All right. We date. We start talking. Mess around. Get married. Have a kid. Divorce. Whatever. If I'm worth fifty million, are you worth? Is the kid and you worth five hundred thousand dollars a month? Well, why wouldn't Why wouldn't your kid be? What kid uses five hundred thousand dollars a month? So if so I'm just asking. If you, if your child was in the household with you all that time up until you got a divorce, they can move with me. Okay, then then why not fight for that? Some people do, and some people still don't get it. You so what I will say like is, child should be with their mom. Exactly. You pay okay. for appearances. Let's be real. Okay. They feel like if you can wear designer and you can wear this, then the third, your child should be able to do the same. They should be able to live the same lifestyle they were living while they were with you. But I feel like I'm Which, paying the mama and not the kid. That's what you feel like, but at this point, it it don't matter what you feel. It's about That's your child. Bullshit. No, for real. It's not for us, Paul. For real, if you keep up certain appearances <laughs> for yourself and your child while they're with you, they expect their lifestyle not to change because y'all okay. are separated. So you mean to tell me, if again, if I'm worth five million, so to say, and we split and we divorce, I can't pay you two thousand dollars a month. If I pay the house off and pay the car and give you that. I can't pay you $2,000 a month and that's enough for my child. I got to pay for you and my child. You still got to pay for that private school. You still got to buy shoes, clothes on the regular like you used to do. That's whatever. fine. Well, whatever I'm saying, I whatever you used child. to do, whatever you used to do, you still have to foot the bill for all that. So it's I'm okay, sorry, but it's that's okay for the woman if she wasn't working. I don't, feel like, I don't feel like that's acceptable, but that's just mm -hmm. what it is. And there, 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 yeah. there, was, there was shit that you could have did before you got married. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people don't <clears> want to believe that they're going to get a divorce, but you don't exactly. Y'all don't really sign it. You know, ex okay, and if if she that that's fine, cause I I don't ever want to be married to somebody where I have to sign a prenup. But what I'm saying is, you knew what you were getting yourself into by marrying somebody that didn't have anything, and when you met them, 
You she knew, you, you she knew. might not have the money, but she <laughs> had some. Like, yeah. And that's your fault, boy. So, and that's how you got that little pinky on there. I think that's where it comes to having that communication, like with your partner or baby daddy or whoever, like being on that mutual agreement that are you you gonna help me out every month? If not, we gonna do something about it. But I feel like the wherever the child is staying, where their primary home is money should be going towards that person, male or female, because mm-hmm. you're Without feeding that person, you are you don't know what happens in 24 hours. That child yeah. could eat four times, five times, like clothes, everything that has Truth. to do, taking the child out. You want to make sure your child is, Kids you know, happy. Yeah, you know, you want to spoil your child. So I feel like just that person that is overall with that child the majority of the time should get their cut, regardless yeah. if it's a male or a okay, female. Okay, I don't take that. I don't take I don't take that they should get money, period. I'm just saying, like, I even looked at the Nas and Khalees situation. They got a, they got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Khalees rich as hell, too. Nas rich as hell too. Rich Why in the fuck. hell they get on a divorce and got a kid? <laughs> you and gotta pay her. These rich as fuck. Nas rich as fuck. I'm just, but I'm saying they both got bread. You know what I mean? Like her song was probably a bigger song than he ever had. I mean, just being honest, Nas got a lot of songs that we like, but Khalees had a top chart hit, so she gonna get paid regardless. Why is it that that man is paying? that much money in child support. Even if you got that much bread, both of y'all got that much bread. It should be a mutual agreement to say, hey, you know what? I got my own, you got you got your own. Just take care of your kids. I don't need $75,000 a month from you. I'm not saying that's the, that's the figure, but what kid is gonna eat $75,000 I think two th- like 2000 like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm, I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't even require. I don't have kids. I don't know. I don't know. You ain't got no food stamps. <laughs> 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 I mean, because my son Bougie, he don't eat fast food. He don't eat the stuff normal kids eat. I gotta cook shrimp and steak. I mean, not even shrimp and steak because he don't That's eat meat. Fault. No, I'm just kidding. No, he only eats vegetables and seafood. Oh, so here's my thing. I got a bougie ass kid. How you feel? Put that bill. Here's my thing. No, why? And hair products. I honestly, I honestly think child support. Is meant for a brother to struggle, and I'm gonna tell. This is the, get my point. They get take your whole check. They not worrying about if we dropped the pay raise or we lost a car or apartment. They don't give a damn about that. They jump hurdles and ladders for the women, but brothers, we go through it. When we get put on child support, we go through it. It's, it's, it's a difficult situation for us to go through. Um, I got a lot of friends that's going through it. That's on it as well, and. You can't even <laughs> you, you, <laughs> raise your hands, raise your hands if you're sure. Raise your hands if you're sure. For real, man, it's crazy. Like, why is the government so focused on trying to ruin black fathers' lives, fathers' lives in general, minority fathers in general, just because we go through hard times sometimes? I'm not saying that doesn't mean we don't need to be a father. But at the same time, how can we be a father the right way if we're still learning how to be a man and take care of our responsibilities that we need to take care of? That's, that's a true question. You know what's crazy, though, Paul? I'm going to chime in with you on that one. I say the government, too, but I'm going to be honest. And, you know, y'all probably going to look at me funny. A lot of that shit is on our fucked up ass ways, too. Mm. Because you know, at the end of the day, you knew that chick was crazy when you met Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to know you who kept, you You kept hitting her raw. You kept you taking chances. You knew it was for a reason. You kept hitting her raw. Exactly. You kept taking chances. You kept taking chances. You kept taking chances. You knew she was going to take you to the cleaners, and she was going to try to. No matter if you make 5000 a month or 2000 a month, she's going to try to get everything she can from you just because, for one, if the situation stops, she's mad now. So with her being mad or you being mad, she's going to try to get you back. Women are spiteful. I'm sorry, but it's truthful. 
You know, they're going to try to get you in any way that they can. Some men are like that, too. But you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it, man, like, it's just, I feel like what you were saying, Giselle, I think it should be a mutual agreement. Man, and what you were saying as well, fuck some child support. I don't need these people to tell us what we need to do for our kid. Mm -hmm. If you call me and you say, hey, my kid need yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, I got this much. How much you got? Let's make it happen. Or, you know, kid need yada, yada, yada. Well, I got this much. How much you got? Repeat it on no matter what the situation is. But when you put people in our life and I'm giving you three, $400 a month, don't, don't get mad if I'm yeah. not giving you nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's a different it's difference with some people. Exactly. They told me to give you this much, that's what I'm giving. But then I'm something different if I don't give you something extra on top of that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, that's why I say the situation is like real, like rough, and it's kind of like shaky because you got some women that's just out just to get men because they don't want to do nothing no way. But then, again, like we talked about with the rich folks, if I marry a chick that's bad and whatever else, like if. I give you so much a month, you can't go back and get your degree and find your own job. If the house is paid for and the car is paid for, you can't find your own way of living day to day and just let me pay for my kid. But no, I got to pay for you too because you were accustomed to a certain way of living. Okay. No, because what I will say is once you're dealing with someone who has a high status, like a high social status, you are automatically pulled into that pool of celebrity. So use what? that. Use that. Hell okay. yeah. So you're saying you would use it? Yeah. Okay, use then. that. Use that light that giving you, use right. that shine that giving like, you and go get you your bread. Go right. do these okay. club yeah. appearances. Go do these, whatever meetings you need to do, whatever conference you need to show up at. Find you a platform and speak about something. Stick to, stick to something and make that who you are. And profit off of that. And provide for your child from that because he's already giving you the platform you were married to a millionaire. I respect that. You were married to a millionaire. Somebody listening so right now gonna be like, I'm married to her somebody's, tomorrow. You somebody's <laughs> ex-wife. No, seriously, you somebody's ex-wife, and yeah, he probably gonna have to pay alimony, and yeah, he gonna have to pay child support. But you make sure whether he does it or not, you're still set. You're right. still provided for. That's what I feel. I, I mean, feel like a mama gonna be a mama, right? Private. I mean, the way yeah. it should be. I'm just being honest. Like I was raised with grandmothers, my mother. A mother gonna be a mother. A mother gonna find a way to make sure shit happens any way it goes. She shows. But <laughs> exactly, if that's a real mother, again, like we saying, you got a lot of mammies out here. You don't have a lot of mothers, you got a lot of mammies, and a lot of mammies out here look for somebody else to do some shit for them. Preach, brother. Too. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to it, you can't look for somebody else to do something for you. If you opened your legs, you were just as accountable as I am. You had sex with me just like I did. So when something comes out of that situation, you know what it is. So when it comes down to it at the end of the day, if you have your kid, regardless, you're still a mama. They're going to count on you before they count on daddy anytime. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest. You're a mama. So when it comes down to it, yeah, I can assist and yeah, I can help. But what are you going to do to make sure things are getting done anyway? Especially if I'm giving what the government has told me to give. You know what I mean? And you're not trying to hustle me out of no more. You're a mama. A mama got to be a mama. Straight facts. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like you said, you gonna give what the government say give, but at the same time, like, what if, what, if, what if that's not enough? And like, and I do agree, like, put him on child support. If he is a, a good father and doing what he's supposed to, put him on child support for what? I honestly feel like both parents should uh, take care of the child as if they're still in the same household. Period. Okay. Mm. Um, because you that's have. A, real. I mean, you have a lot of people that leave that most of the responsibility on the mom and the dad is like, okay, well, they don't stay in my house, so I'm going to do what I want to do. They can take that little two, three hundred dollars and I'm done. And I'll see her every other weekend. But I, I definitely you feel if, if this is true, yeah. but I definitely feel like um, both parents should, should act as if they are still in the same household, taking care of the same kids. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> so well, I mean, because so, they made that kid together. No matter where you are, yeah. you could be with a man, I could be with a woman. We made that kid together. Nobody laid on their back or their belly or whatever it is to have that kid but us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry I'm being blunt. I'm just being, I'm saying, but you know, you got a lot of people that dictate them situations. You got a lot of people, a man might get with a woman, and a woman is more powerful and a dictate that man and tell him what to do and what not to do. A woman might get with a man the same thing, but you got to set precedence and say, hey, man, this was my kid before I met you. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I'm going to take care of my kid, yada, 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 yada. But, I mean, we just kind of live in a fucked up world where a lot of times yeah. the women think they deserve more than what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times men don't give exactly what they're supposed to give. Yeah. So, I mean, what changes that, though? Because the system ain't going to change. They're going to keep getting whatever they feel they're going to get from you. I mean, so, it's, it's the people that got to change. I was just going to say, yeah. so what changes that is, choose who you're procreating with wisely. I mean, that's really all it is. If I'm laying down with you, I'm not fucking you while I don't feel like I can have a child with you and you go to mm-hmm. your part. I'm just not going to do that. You never had no slip-ups? No, I have one child. Okay, no, that ain't what I'm saying. Oh, I'm no, saying I, ain't ain't no, no I ain't never had no slip-ups. You ain't never had no moment where you look and be like, dang, that nigga look good, no. but I don't think I can have a kid with him. No. Yes. No. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Right. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. extremely particular about who I share my time and my body yeah, with and for that purpose. I know I'm fertile. For the females, for the ladies, I feel like a lot of times like we expect or we want a man that is making this much money and is driving this car, got this going on, got you know, is ambitious, and we, we, we got all these characteristics that we want, right? We got all these characteristics that we want out of a, out of a man, but ask yourself this question, do you have those characteristics? Man. Do you got that card? Do you got, are you making that money you want your mans to make? Because how you expect, you know what I'm saying? How you expect to, to get that energy if you're not giving that same energy back? Exactly. So it's like... And I feel like I've had a lot to say and like, you know what I'm saying? You got a voice, you feel like you need to be heard and it's just like, I, I just appreciate being here because just talking and just being open-minded and talking to other people and seeing their opinions, like, I appreciate being here, so thank y'all. No, we appreciate it. I mean, like I said, but on the child support thing, at the end of the day, it's a lot of different ways it can go. And a lot of people, but you have a lot of women that will come in here and say, nah, fuck that. If I say I want a thousand, I need a thousand. But it don't work that way. It don't. It don't, It's man. about the needs of the child. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> but, but what people don't understand is bills have to be paid for where their mm-hmm. child stays. Mm-hmm. Food has to be provided for where their child stays. That child needs clothes and shoes for wherever the fuck they going. Your baby in private school, boom, tuition has to be paid. So what do you think is a feasible amount for your month for a kid? For me? Just period. All right. Um, Depending on the area you live in, depending on the lifestyle your child is already accustomed to. Mm -hmm. uh, My child, you can give him, you can give him a thousand a month. Because I'm going to have to put up the other thousand for him. His hair products alone cost one hundred and fifty. Hair flies, the dude. I was gonna say your yeah. kid is different. His hair products alone. My daughter alone is different. She, yeah. she won't wear a shoe unless it's Nike. He wear every shoe <laughs> that come out. He get every shoe, and that's not because of me. That's what his father instilled in him. His dad bought him shoes every weekend, so he's a shoe head kid. He loves shoes. I dress him. 
I was shopping in Bazaar at H&M, Target. You Listen, know, viewers, don't don't just, take this personal. Her child is a male model. So <laughs> when it comes down to it, you no, can't no, listen to her. No, it's, <laughs> it's about this, the precedent you set for your child. Whatever lifestyle he was accustomed to before we broke up, that's what we, yeah, that's what we're rocking with. And he don't eat regular food. I can't buy him McDonald's. I cannot go get my baby no jacket in the box. He's going to look at me like, who is this for? I don't want it. My baby's like, Mom, where's the shrimp? Where's the crab meat? I'm used to popping Don't do some pasta. <laughs> yeah, I have to cook, cook. That's why I That's said crazy. you got some stamps. What about Parker? <laughs> How you feel, though? What about Parker? Man, Prince. Exactly. You know, Prince like, Parker. I, set, I yeah. set that expectation <laughs> the day I found out he was in the womb. I was not about to let my kid go through what I went through growing up. Um, my parents, they made sure they did everything that they needed to do to make sure we had clothes on our back, you know, shoes on our feet, stuff of that nature. But you set these expectations for your children. You know, you want them to have a better life, a way better life than what you had growing up. So really at the end of the day, I agree with you, Jeff. I mean, if you're instilling these goals and stuff like that in your child, then you need to come through with it. But do it with sense. Don't put your kid on a $1,000 budget and you know it's not a $1,000 income coming in. And I'm not just talking exactly. about from a female perspective. I'm talking about from a male perspective. <laughs> Communication is key. If you know that nigga is working at McDonald's, drive through and he just got promoted to doing the fries, he don't need to be in no nightmares. <laughs> he need to be. You knew that when you was working. You knew that. 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 You Some people don't have that same retrospect or that same mind frame. But when it comes down to it, like, 
I, again, I don't need these people in my life to tell me how to raise my kid. You know what I mean? I don't need these people to tell me what I can give you. Because honestly, I'm probably going to give you way more out of my pocket than what you're going to get from them. Mm. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're all normal folks. Ain't nobody making millions of dollars out here. So if you getting whatever percentage you getting from here, you probably just going to get more. You know what I mean? Because if you call and ask for something once or twice a month, or even tell me what's needed, if you're in a different household, and then some women will be like, I shouldn't have to tell you. Yeah, you should have to tell me. Because we're in a different household. I'm you not there ask. every day. But I, and that's, you can ask as well. But if I'm not in the household with you and I don't know every day, you know I'm a man. I'm not you. I'm not going to sit here and think about the shit that you think about every day. So just call yeah. me and tell me. But if you got somebody that have that kind of understanding. You know what I mean? But I'm not. I should call and say, hey, is anything needed? You know, anything extra? Yada, 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 yada. But at the same time, you should say, hey, such and such need this, that, and the other. And okay, here you go. So what I think of is, okay. Like when do you ask. realize? No, when you when do you realize you need new underwear? When they start to fade, the band get I see a hole in them, but sometimes them holes be making them holes comfortable. I have a son. He okay. wears muscle shirts. He wears t-shirts. He wears drawers. He likes nice socks. If his white socks start looking brown on the bottom because he didn't run outside with them, he need new socks. Okay. If his underwear, his character start fading, he need new drawers. His muscle shirts start looking a little too loose around the neck. Stop buying character drawers. First of all, he's four. <laughs> but I'm saying, I got you. and he wears hands. He wears too. But in the same token, you have to understand that everything you need as a man, he needs as a young man. True. And then, and then some, because he need a little extra care. Very true. Yeah, you know, and these but doctor visits and everything men, come out of Jenna. pocket nowadays. We're men. Yeah. I'm not making an excuse for us, but we're men. Our mind frame is get up every day, go get some bread. Get up every day, go hustle. Get up every day and try to figure something now, out. what you hustling for? Who you hustling Your family. First, if you ain't got no family yourself. But if you got something else, you hustling for your family and your kids. But the shit that you think about every day, we ain't think about that. I'm sorry, exactly. but we don't. You, you but you should. Use an excuse anymore. We gotta do better. I understand that, but I'm saying we don't. So as a woman, why not make us better and say, hey? I know you don't think about well, that, but this is needed. If y'all not together, First of all, that's not her responsibility. School is approaching. I have but not what been did you just say a minute ago? Hold on, hold on. Ooh. You said, you Ooh. said, Ooh. if y'all not together, Ooh. what did you just say? If y'all not together, that's not her responsibility to But but you that. just said, even if y'all have a baby and y'all not together, y'all should still act as if y'all were. Or in the same That's no. a double entendre. Please, 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 you said even if we're not together, we should still act and raise that child as if we are together. So if it's something no, no, I slip, not together in the same household. Not okay. Don't act. But so like if I forget something, just remind me. Don't act brand new. It don't mean I don't want to do it. I mean, if don't you forget something, okay, Chill, but don't, don't let that be an excuse every single time. But you know how many times we forget. So what happens when you go and you marry somebody else? And then I go and I'm going to raise this baby with me. We is a whole No, I know. We That's not my point. It's not my responsibility at that point to keep reminding you. You should know if we raising our child as if we're in the same house. It ain't like that, though, man. Okay, I'm going to give myself an example, right? My oldest daughter about to be 12. She's in Dallas. There's no way in hell I could know every little. I talk to my daughter every day, morning, noon, night. She's going to FaceTime me all day. But there's no way in hell I can know every little thing that's going on with her because at the end of the day, she's going to be doing stuff that I'm not even 
around on the regular. She's in cheer. She's in, she tours with cheer. Now she's going to the seventh grade. She need this, she need that, but I'm giving child support like I do every month. But I get her once a month. I get her half the summer. I get her alternate holidays. So when I'm coming, there's also shit that her mama ain't telling me. I come, we come one month, and it's like, oh, what you taking that pill for? Oh, my period came, and it's something different. And that's it. But I didn't even know that because you don't communicate that with me. But, so okay. now it's not my fault if I didn't communicate back with you because you didn't tell me something. So at the same time, it got to be on both ends. It's not just always us. No, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I'm just letting you know. I didn't say that. Because you was like, we got to ask. Y'all got to tell, too. So, so I feel like we have to take the emotions out of right. child raising. Exactly. I honestly feel like that's what it is. That's a true statement. It's about the benefit of the child. Whatever's best for him is what's best for me. I don't give a damn how I feel about it. I hate his daddy right now. I got him blocked. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. I feel that. He called me private and I'll answer the phone. I'll be like, hold on. I'll unblock him, let him FaceTime the baby. And as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna block your dumb ass back. Because you're oh toxic God. and I can't deal with you. No, for real. I, I feel you though. I can't tolerate you. But what me and you have going on, that has nothing to do with our child. And if you call and say, hey, I need to get my baby, I'm gonna say, okay, what time? I'm gonna have them ready. And that's just what it is. So what do you think you can do to make that better? I don't so not, I'm sense. saying so you don't have to block. Because even in my situation, with me no, no, having no, no, something no. on. He disrespectful. Okay, I understand. And that. I'm not tolerating nobody's disrespect. Okay, so that being said, you're going to stay on that block list, and we're just going to do whatever needs to be done for this baby. But like so I you know said, school is approaching. And you know I ain't been asked what my son needs. Really? When we're going to meet the teacher. <laughs> but, and that's why he probably, he probably feel like, and I'm you just saying, I'm not saying that's right. But as a man, he probably like, shit, you blocked me. Fuck it, I ain't calling. I ain't asking what you need. And that's wrong. No, but that's how a lot of men think. You didn't ask this before you. ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไ
couple of weeks I've been having some like anxiety some weird feelings about things but I posted on Instagram yesterday that like out of nowhere I'm starting to have issues with anxiety and it's starting to become more prevalent so I assumed maybe it was because of age but I'm you know I'm not that old but um, when I posted it one of my friends was like hey call me so I don't know how spiritual uh, anybody else is but I'm a pretty mm -hmm. spiritual person um, and the person that asked me to call her she's super spiritual as well so I mean you have a lot of gifts like you know prophecy word of knowledge gift of discernment things like that a lot of people don't believe in that but I do and this girl that called me uh, that I talked to she's a prophet uh, when we got when we first got on the phone um, she was like what do you think your anxiety comes from and I just started throwing out all kind of things and she was just like okay so as we got deeper into the conversation I told her man every time I talk to a prophet they tell me the same thing um, and then I told her I was like my grandmother had I'd never seen her do this before but she had prophesied over me in the middle of a basketball game and she was crying and she was like you're the one like you're the one for this family um, you know uh, in this journey you're gonna have to take it alone don't have kids too soon don't get married too soon uh, God God is going to uh, take you places where you need to be alone. So I was like, uh, okay. And so, like, the girl, she was just like, I have chills because two days ago, God told me to call you and tell you that. Exactly what your grandmother told you is what God told me to tell you. Um, and she was like, so what that anxiety that you're feeling is you getting closer to what God is trying to bring you to. And she was like, the devil is going to start throwing all kind of stuff at you, and it's going to get really, really hard. And one thing that I know is when the devil gets desperate, mm. that means that something immaculate is about to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's getting closer to whatever it is that God um, has destined for me. Mm -hmm. And what I needed to do, what that made me realize is that I needed to take control of my life. I needed to dig deeper spiritually. And um, <clears throat> I don't know, I just needed to take control because I kind of feel like I've just been living lately. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have God as your God, I don't care what your spiritual background is. The one thing we have in common is we serve a God. Mm -hmm. And if you have God as your God and you take control of your life, nothing can can stop you. It ain't going to be easy, but absolutely nothing can stop you. And when you have that kind of power and the people around you plug into you, do you know how big that can be? The type of difference that you can make for not even not just yourself, but the people around you. And a lot of times we allow people who aren't leaders to lead us mm -hmm. or, you know, oh, somebody's already in a leadership position. So we allow them to do that when really we're the ones that should be leading. But if you open your mouth and you take control and you do what you need to do, I guarantee you those people will fall back. I, that guy that I was telling y'all about uh, in the first episode at my job. Um, my manager kept telling me, oh, just be the bigger person. Don't say anything back to him. Just let him talk. I'm not the type of person to let nobody talk. So recently, he uh, basically he feeds off of if you let if you let him get away with something, he gonna keep going. He gonna keep going. So recently, what I did was I let him know I'm not the one to be fucked with. And as soon as I did that, all of a sudden he's nice, he's kind, he's understanding. He respected you for yeah. telling him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it not even respected. It mm -hmm. was almost like, well, damn, I thought I was gonna get away with it, but mm -hmm. I see she not the one. So now he communicates with me more. He asks me things instead of feeling like he just gonna tell me and I'm gonna do whatever he say do. But a lot of times we allow people to do that to us. Now, when you take control, you also have to be prepared for the responsibilities that come along with that. 
Um, and a lot of times people ain't ready for it, but when God is telling you to do it, you got to do it. Because if you don't make that move, he going to make you do it, and it's going to be uncomfortable. But um, I don't know. I just really feel like we got to start taking control of our, our spirituality. We got to start taking control of our bodies, our minds, our, our health. We just got to start taking control because I, I find myself a lot of times getting on social media. Mm -hmm. And with certain situations, I have my thoughts about it. Mm -hmm. But then I get on and I see other people saying stuff. And I'm like, you know what? They might be right. And I feel like a lot of people do that. They allow other people's opinions to um, uh, uh, basically be what they think or now or it changes their decision or how they mm -hmm. feel about things instead of them standing firm in what they believe that's not taking control that's a, that's being a follower mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with being a follower because support is just as important as being a leader so mm -hmm. i don't know what y'all think about you that. have to be Let's a follower before you have to be a follower before you can become a leader absolutely yeah so. yeah mm -hmm. well let's Shoot. talk about that was that was honestly like that was deep like I, I was feeling like I had to uh, put my points in a couple times, but like with the faith, I feel like faith takes you a long way. Just believing in your own self, like knowing that, okay, like this is where I'm supposed to be. I think about this so much that it's bound to happen. And at, at some point you're going to feel that anxiety. You're going to feel like you're alone and nobody's there with you. But that's the whole process like of adversity. Like you have to be mentally tough and be ready for all this stuff for people to, you, you're, the closest people to you gonna be telling you, are you sure? Like, eh, I don't think you can do it. Like, I don't think you got it. Like, is the the closest people around you are gonna be the, the most negative voices in your head, but you gotta overcome that and be mentally tough to the fact where you can be like, you know what? Like, I don't expect you to understand what I what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? If it was easy, everyone would do it. So it's like it's like feeling alone for a certain period of time and doing what you gotta do, and then afterwards, people start to notice. Like, you don't even gotta prove no, nothing to nobody. Mm. You don't gotta flex, you don't, all that flexing stuff, all that Instagram stuff, we see you, we know, we know, the real ones know. <laughs> like, yeah. are you genuinely happy though? Or like, you could flex all day, show your house, I'll do this, but the, the most successful people, a lot of people aren't genuinely happy because they haven't found that happiness within themselves. Right. So, what oh. else you gotta say, girl? Go ahead. <laughs> Come on. Damn. Yeah. I feel like that anxiety you're having, that's your subconscious way of telling yourself, hey, you gotta start doing more. Mm -hmm. You Do gotta more. start doing more. They yeah. say pray until something happens, but faith without work is dead. Yeah. And we Ooh. all know that. And they say to be fearful of something, you can either face everything and run or face everything and rise. So, I mean, put your all into it. Whatever you want. Oh, go to church. Not for real. Whatever you're feeling right now, act on it. Whatever it is that you have in the works, when you start seeing these recurring numbers, you keep seeing 222, 333, 1111, you know, those are your angels. They, they the universe you. talking to you. No, yeah, definitely. So use those times to manifest. Use mm -hmm. those times to reflect focus. Your thoughts. And exactly. Yeah. Be be everything you want to be. Hmm. And don't don't put no limits on yourself. I don't give a damn who say what. They say, oh yeah, you a big girl. You can't be a gymnast. Bullshit. Watch me. No one's gonna <laughs> Did you see the girl on the shade room? It was a um a heavy set girl and they was laughing at her that was she recording was her. Shit, and she hit a backflip, a backflip <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> and that was like, what? Her form was perfect, yeah. Don't tell me what I can't do, because I'm going to show you what I can. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny what you said about, like, with the numbers and stuff like that, because I have been 
Uh, that, that happened to me last year and some major stuff happened to me afterwards but recently actually me and Craig was talking about it last week and it was like soon as right after we talked about it I just started seeing numbers I started seeing dragonflies like yes. dragonflies is a thing for me and dragonflies and the numbers that I was seeing actually had the same meaning so the fact that I talked to this girl last night and she was like you need to dig deeper spiritually and it was like you know it, that was just like the third thing you know everything coming through that was the third thing that i needed to hear to know that that's what i needed to do to get in tune with where god is trying to lead me take it what you got on me though i mean i just always ask you know i'm just trying to ask the question have you taken full control of everything in your life well this was just last night so i'm, I'm just i mean even before then i literally just said I, I, that, not that just you know. i'm asking yeah. everybody oh, here. Okay, my bad. My have you taken full control you like my love <laughs> uh, have you taken full control of everything in your life? But who has? You know, you know what you gotta do. It's just a matter of action behind it. Like mm -hmm. that's the hardest thing is self discipline. Like telling yourself, like you know, it's easier to chill, <laughs> go out, do this and that. You know, that's easier than the real work. Like every, I, I believe a lot of stuff in life is self taught. A lot of stuff you have to realize on your own through your own experiences. Can't nobody teach you, but you. Exactly. So, look, look, I wrote this quote down. Look, you will never get criticized by someone who is doing better than you. So, them voices in your head, yes. them people telling Ooh. you, you just a, a little bit, you just a little <laughs> level, you you up there, and they still hear that same mindset. So, don't get discouraged by your brother, your sister, anybody telling you. I don't know if you can do this because no one's gonna believe in yourself more That's than true. you believe in yourself. First of all, so. how you expect me to believe in you and you don't believe in your goddamn self? <laughs> how you expect like, me to love you if like you don't artists, love yourself? That's like artists, music, poetry, whatever you do one on one, you have to believe in yourself. Absolutely. I don't give a damn if you're a professional drunk. You gotta believe in yourself. <laughs> you're a professional you drunk. Drink I'm gonna get drunk today. But at the end of the day, somebody got you gotta believe in yourself before you can. I'm just being real. No, they was like, Because you can't tell a crackhead shit. Real quick, Chels, let me ask you something. You be dropping these gems every week. I mean, you most definitely inspiring the culture right now, not only of the millenniums, but the future as well that's coming up. What would you say to those that's looking at this right now? What is your final message on what you're trying to get the point to? What you gonna say? Um, I just feel like um, figure out what your purpose is. Make yes. sure God is your God and your guide. I didn't say God is your God. Same thing. But um, just make sure you know what your purpose is and you know what it is that you're supposed to do in life and take control of that. Make sure you know exactly what you're doing and also uh, allow people to plug into you because if you're a leader, um, there's going to be people that are inspired by you. So just make sure yes. you're taking the right steps. Allow people to plug into you. And just because you're a leader doesn't mean you can't take advice or constructive criticism from anybody else. Huh. Uh, but that's that. Hashtag where's the wine? Amen to that. And that's Chelsea again with Where's the Wine. Make sure y'all check her out. Hashtag where's the wine at Selini Jones. We'll talk back to me podcast. We'll be right back with a word from Joe. So, um, with all of the mass shootings and the killings going on in the U.S., they have issued a travel warning for anyone coming to the United States. That means our country is in a state of emergency. That's crazy. And our city is also in a state of emergency. In the city of Houston alone this past Sunday, we have had 11 shootings within 12 hours. 
that resulted in six fatalities. And they have not stopped at all this week. And at some point, we have to say as a people that we want better, we demand better, and we're going to have better. We have these homegrown terrorists, and people are so afraid of Al-Qaeda. You are so afraid of outside forces, but who does more damage? Is it the people who are in your community or the people uh, overseas? Let's, let's be real. How many people have you known to be killed by an outside force versus the amount of people that are killed by their neighbor, hmm. that are killed within their community or their city or their country? People are walking into grocery stores, shooting them up. How do you feel safe shopping for your kids? How do you feel safe trying to make a living and provide? Because you could be working in Walmart and someone walks in there with an automatic weapon and it's shooting it up. Now, a lot of people will say, we need more gun control. We need more gun safety procedures in place. But what I would say is, go get your gun license. Mm -hmm. Have the right to have a concealed weapon. Because if someone comes in there shooting, this is your right. This is your second amendment. <laughs> you have the right to bear arms. If someone comes in there shooting, if everyone in there is packing, you mean to tell me he gonna kill as many people as he killed? No, he's gonna be a fatality. And it's gonna be reduced by a significant amount. Um, I also wanna say that in our communities, for these young men who are out committing these heinous acts, we are losing children. We're losing mothers. We're losing our elders. We're losing the wisdom in our communities and we have no guidance. There's a reason we have no guidance. Because y'all are careless. Y'all are reckless. You don't care who you injure. You don't care who you kill. You are killing our futures, and you are killing our present. And you are also killing our past. Because if our grandparents and our elders cannot tell us what has happened to us, history will repeat itself. And that's just what it is, and this is generally what you're into the streets. So how y'all feel about this? Ooh, where do we even start? I can't even respond to that one. Like, Go ahead, Charles. She's on Channel 11 and shit. I don't know. God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, I don't know. I feel like at some point somebody should see this and actually feel some type of compassion or hurt or anger and do something about the gun control. Um, and Because we live in Texas. And even me, jokingly, like, when I talk to people sometimes, they be like, oh, you a fighter. I be like, nah, I'm a shooter. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, that shit ain't cute. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like you got so many people. You got young people that are getting guns and shooting them and they don't even know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, as far as like in our neighborhoods, like what Jelly said, like that's what's happening. You got people that think they get a gun and it makes them powerful. And um, that don't make you powerful. It makes you a coward, especially if you're not using it properly. You know? Amen. Um, so, I, I, man, I don't know. It's just... It's, it's really sad um, to know that babies are out here getting shot. Like, kids. Babies, bro. Like, that's that's unacceptable. Like, you're not even shooting somebody that can defend themselves. You know why, though, right? Yeah. You know why, though, right? Oh, no, tell me. Because everybody's scared to take an ass whoop. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. No, everybody's scared to take an ass whoop. Like, I'm 34. Man, just being honest. When we were younger, we knuckle up. Yep. You get your ass with you just like, get your ass with you live you live to fight another day. But now you get people that's afraid to take a ass whooping. So 
I know I can't fight, I know I'm scary. So I'm finna pull this gun and in a matter of like two seconds, I'm finna change my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm in prison for the rest of my life or I'm in prison and my mom has lost me. and He's dead and they mom lost him too. So, I mean, it gets to a point to where people are just afraid to take a ass with. But I mean, at the end of the day, what is that serious anyway to have to come to that part to where you got to pull a gun and shoot somebody? Like we discussed, you know, a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about the lady that put her baby down or dropped her baby to have a fight with somebody. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. If it has to get, if it if it has to get to that point, like take the kid to somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get out what y'all got to get out. But I mean, people using guns these days, they're afraid to take a ass with and they're scary. You know what I mean? They're scared. Of, they, they're afraid of the outcome that comes with it. I mean, I just that's how I feel about it. So. What I would say is, there is a whole generation of children who have not seen Friday. Hmm. There's a whole generation of children who have not seen Jason's lyrics. Hmm. There's a whole lot of children who have not seen Juice or Poetic Justice. And with Juice, you Hmm. saw what a gun did to him. He felt he had all that power because he could kill somebody. And then when it came down to him being taken out, they said, oh, you got the Juice now, kid. You really think that having a gun is power. is power. You really think that you have a control over a situation. But it's the same thing with Friday. He said, son, you, you lose some, you win some, but you live to fight another day. Another day. The minute you bring a gun into the situation, you might as well count your days. Yeah. Because the thing about payback and retaliation mm-hmm. is real. Mm-hmm. It's so real. Because if you kill mine, it's I'm, an eye for an eye. Yours. No. It's an eye for an eye. I'm coming to kill yours. And it ain't no hoes, boy. Your mama go, your child go, your grandmother go, your sister, and you, that's the world your we baby mama, in. and that's the world we live in. You can't predict. It ain't no yeah, rules. So with that being said, I feel like take that ass whooping mm-hmm. or learn how to fight. Hit the gym, get some boxing lessons. You can't predict what's going to happen in this world. It's just like... It's getting you can't worse. Predict. Yeah, exactly. Can we... Most of these... Okay, I ain't going to be the one to say it, but I'm going to be the one to say it. Most of these shooters are white like okay uh-oh uh-oh i said homegrown terrorists uh-oh wait i gotta be careful what i say okay no you don't you speak your mind i talk said homegrown terrorists for a reason this is talking back to me it's, it's truth like my god like, what is you on like what yeah. is you over here making african-american look bad you making hispanics we look bad all this stuff look like we but the mass shooters, the ones that really be out here reckless, not caring, they are white and they are, I mean. It's a privilege. What I will say about that. All I gotta say is, if you doing some mass shooting, you need to be locked up for life, period. First like, of all, they who can even has that in their mind? You they, know? Can, they can give you the death penalty, but what I will say penalty, is, yeah. these mass shootings do not nearly account for the killings in our community. Exactly. That's what I would say. Because our numbers exceed those exponentially. And that's just being realistic. That's facts. We kill ourselves more than anybody kills us. Facts. And yes, the government has put us in these positions to where we're test subjects. We're like rats in a maze. Why do you think we kill kill ourselves though? Because we have this crabs in a barrel syndrome. Exactly. Um, we, we cannot stand to see someone else starving where we're lacking. We hatred. cannot stand to so see someone else have That's something we don't have. It's self-loathing. Yeah. It's I mean, self-loathing. I hate myself. Yeah. I hate my goddamn self. So ain't no way in hell I'm supposed to love you. Yeah. Ain't no yeah. way in hell I'm supposed to congratulate you and I'm struggling and I'm Jerry. suffering. That yeah. just ain't what it is. You better speak. But at the end of the day, 
you need to take the game from these people. You need to see what they're doing and use that as a blueprint. Yeah. And then eventually you can build on that and you don't know where you'll be. But it gotta you'll go be in a greater too. position than them. Yeah. It got to go yeah. both ways too because some of the people that are winning, some of the people that are winning got to teach game. those people and give them the game as well. But I you mean, don't necessarily have to. Educate because others. sometimes you had to earn it. And I, you I'm feel not like saying the next don't earn it. Earn it too. But I'm saying give them the game or show them how to go get it and make people earn it. You know what I mean? Like, it's you got some people that won't even reach out a hand. A how finger. you a boss and your whole team mm-hmm. ain't winning. Exactly, but people Nobody's don't think eating. like that. A lot of people, when they get to a certain, they get to a certain point in their life, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to let nobody else know how I got here. I don't. I want to keep this from them, this from that." But it's like you got to tell yourself, "This is how I think. When I get to where I want to be in life, I want to be able to tell other people's like other people like how I got here, hmm. exactly how I got here. I ain't. Because it's not gonna take nothing from you. Exactly. Like <laughs> I'm already here, so why would I not? Why wouldn't I want you to win? But a lot of people don't think like that. They don't think about, oh, I got it, so it's like, I'm good. But it's like, how many other people can you influence, like, when you got it? How many other people can you Thanks. put on? How you many know other why? people it's can you put on? It's a movement. Mm-hmm. This is how we should look at everything. Everything should be a movement. Yeah. I don't care if you draw. I don't care if you rap. I don't care if you write. You I don't care if you make clothes. You strip. If it's a hot girl strip, summer. Anything, if it's anything. a hot nigga summer, I don't give a, a damn. City whatever city it is. Boys, where y'all at? Listen, <laughs> everything, everything should be a movement, man. And I'm saying that because you should be willing to put the person on next to you if you see that they have the same yeah, hustling grind as you. Yeah. If they don't have the not same everyone, hustling grind, not everyone, not I understand everyone. that. If they don't have the same hustling grind, mm-hmm. I understand that, like, nah, I can't help them. Not but everyone built for that. If you see people built for that, it's not going to take from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even by you putting them on, they're going to show you love, so it's putting you on more. Yeah, okay. But it's a, I mean, we just live it, like you said, it's a crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah. When one reach the top, the other pull it down. What I will say, um, Jelly said something about being uh, experienced. Um, I, I don't remember what documentary it was that I was watching, but Hidden Colors. Uh, I don't think it, I don't think it was Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors, uh, boys and were, girls, go watch it. They were talking <laughs> about how um, uh, black people and Hispanic people are put in certain neighborhoods. Like we think we, you know, we in the hood, this our neighborhood, but we're actually pl- placed there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you're in these neighborhoods, and they put liquor stores. Why the liquor store stores? All, yeah, why the yeah. liquor stores always in the hood? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So First now all, we don't have. have we don't have. Let me finish. I know all y'all seen. Let me finish. That's um, what I like to hear from Chelsea. So now Get you got right. Now you got uh, winos on the corner, and you you got kids that actually think that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so now mentally, we're in the state of my opponent. The person that I'm supposed to be going against is in my is in the same mm-hmm. neighborhood, so now you gotta uh, connect with guns, and now these kids mm-hmm. got guns, and so oh, like you said, I can't beat your ass, so I'm gonna shoot you, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like a lot of it, yeah, we gotta do better, but like you said, it 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 at some point it was an experiment, and now we're in a position where those same neighborhoods that they confined us in, they're trying to take it back and gentrify those areas and push us out and put us somewhere else. I live um, I, I live in New Orleans now. You know how many homeless people I see? Like literally walking from the parking garage to my job, I get asked for money or food like maybe six or seven times. And it's so sad. Like houses that cost $50,000 uh, 20 years ago cost $400,000. The same little bitty three bedroom house, shotgun house, $400,000. They pushing these people out of their homes and they homeless. So what do you, what do you think is gonna happen with them people? 
So it's it's a mental thing. Um, it's been done to us. You know what I'm saying? And we're allowing it to happen. So I feel like a lot of the issues we have, especially with violence, it, it stems from us being played. So I live in a community where there are literally no homeless people. I live right outside of Houston. I live in Dickinson, which is right next to Galveston. There are no homeless people. And the streets are so clean, and it's like a country little area, and we don't have those problems. I had my mom's, my mom's, uh, one of her foster babies over there, and he got mad and called himself walking out the house. It's 11 o'clock at night, you ain't got no shoes on. And you're a young black boy. You're 16 years old. And you call yourself walking the streets in the middle of the night. Sir, do you know what will happen to you? ですです。ですですないでごんたれるんをわきとパリスステーションですねでガウスですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですですです
That's most definitely jelly. Welcome her back. We missed her last week and she's back again dropping gems and education. Yeah. And most definitely ears to the streets. Only on Talk Back to Me podcast. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break. We got Giselle up next. Guest star interview. I know y'all been waiting for. Welcome back to Talk Back to Me podcast. We got a very special guest in the building right now. Um, Giselle OVO, she's a financial advisor. She's a real hot scene in the club industry. And she's working on her upcoming modeling agency business right now. Make sure y'all check her out. Give it up. See what she got to say. Giselle, go ahead. What you got for us? What's coming What's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? So, let me tell y'all, how y'all? Y'all feeling good? I'm feeling this energy today, honestly. I already knew how it's going to go, but just being around y'all, I feel the energy. I'm up. But let me tell y'all a little bit about myself. So, pretty much, I have a financial... Um, I'm a financial advisor. I help people pretty much get to from point A to B pretty much teaching people what they never learned in high school. The stuff you were supposed to learn in high school, that's where I come in play and I teach you about different concepts, different uh, strategies to use, pretty much everything that has you should learn in high school pretty much. That's where I come into play and educate families. I'm talking about people that are 40, 50 that never got taught this stuff that I have the opportunity to learn. So I'm all about helping people, uh, educating people, Aside from that business aspect, you know, I model also. So you never know. In the future, I feel like um, a modeling agency might come into place. You know, I might. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to be. A, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm supposed to just find something to build and build my own business. My my parents are photographers. Muscoro Photography. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. So my parents are photographers. So. That opportunity has always been brought to me, like, doing photography. But the thing is, like, it's there right there for me, right? But the thing is, like, I like being in front of the camera. So that's the whole thing with this. So that's so I don't know what to do with that. I might be a photographer. might, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just great. I'm grateful for everyone. And let's get to it. Let's, yeah. let's talk about what we got to talk about. So. Yeah, what y'all want to know? Um, what y'all want to know? You said your specialty is financial literacy. Correct? Mm-hmm. And you said these are the things that should be taught in high school. Yeah. So, how would you propose we get this into the schools? You know? Oh, yeah, um, for sure. There are a lot of children who know nothing about credit. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of children who know nothing about budgeting. And yeah, sure. there are a lot of adults who know nothing about credit or budgeting. They're um, completely ignorant to um, being a sustainable person. So how do you feel we should get those implemented in the HISD, Fortnite? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because right now the, how the school system is set up is they have this, you know, this whole system already set up, but aside from that I want I feel like I thought about this before so it's funny that you asked like the whole school like I've thought about building my own school of community of children that get taught a little differently yeah you get the math you get the reading you get all that but like aside from that like actual like learning how to like love yourself just something as little as that like something as small as just self-development I think can take you a long way in life because um, before this, you know, I had graduated from high school. I was like, 
I'm, you know, when you feel like you got this burning desire to be somebody, like you're supposed mm -hmm. to be somebody, you're supposed to do something, you're supposed to say something to someone, you're supposed to just be somebody, like in life. Right. Mm -hmm. I had this, I had this desire, and I'm just like, okay, there's no way I think about this so much day in and day out that it's not supposed to happen. So I just feel like if you if you if you got something that you want to do, put your mindset to it, mindset to it. Regardless of what anyone's got, what anyone got to say, just put your mindset to it and just go after it because I feel like you could really do that. Me building a school, like if I put my mind to it, I could do it. It's just me and nobody else. It has nothing to do with nobody else. It has nothing to do with if I got a boyfriend. It got nothing to do with him. My family got nothing to do with them. It's just me believing in my own self that I could really be somebody. I could really do something. So. At the end of the day, if you have something that you really, it all starts with an idea. Everything starts with an idea, and from there, you just build from it. So, you can have all the ideas in the world. Everything you want to do this, you want to do that. I got, you know what I'm saying. But if you don't put any action behind it, it's nothing. An idea is just an idea. So really, if you feel like it, and you're the only, all you got, all you need is yourself to believe in. That's it. And once you got that. You go after it and you reach your goal and that's how you're gonna be successful, just going after it. And I feel like a lot of times like we get comfortable where we're at. Okay, we're making a hundred K, okay, we're making ten uh, K a month, this, this and that, whatever. We get comfortable in this position, but it's just like if you already reach this goal, who says you can't go further than that? Who mm -hmm. says you can't if you making okay, ten thousand a month, who says you can't make twenty month, twenty a K, twenty K a month? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just that belief level that you have in yourself, really truly believing in yourself, that faith is very important. It's going to take you a long way. When you feel like you got nobody, talk to God. Tell him what you got going on. Tell him, you know what I'm saying? Tell him all the struggles you got going with, that you're going through, because at the end of the day, he's going to help you overcome that. And I feel like faith really gets developed through experience. So you won't really truly believe in God unless you've gone through experiences. Ooh, gone through experiences <laughs> that help you realize that. Can I get an amen, everybody? Amen. Can I get an amen? amen. So, man, what y'all got to say? Uh, so, yeah. what, what idea without a plan you, is just a thought. What, what, uh, what were your interests? Like, what got you into doing, to being a financial advisor? Like, what was it that made you say, I need to do this? Honestly, like, I never saw myself doing anything with money management, math. I was, I'm, I was the worst at math. <laughs> So I feel like a lot of times we're programmed through our, we're programmed through our childhood to believe that you're not okay just because your mom or your father was not good at math. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're not good at math. Oh, right. just because they didn't have this. Oh, you can't have that. Right. So we're programmed to think this throughout our life, but it's just like you never really know where life's gonna take you. Like, put your foot down, focus on what you need to do, and like it's just gonna take you. It's just gonna take you there. Stay, stay true to yourself. You right. know. So I never thought about financial advising because I was like math, like I can't do that, you know. Mm -hmm. But it just worked. It just it just came to play. Like I feel like God presented that opportunity for me to, you know, how I even got into it. Like I was fresh out of high school. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I was meant to be somebody. I knew right. that I was supposed to do something in our community that makes an impact on somebody else. Right. Like, yes, I, I can impact myself, but I want to impact others. Like, that's the main goal, to put other people's on, to put other people on. Like, 
you could reach that goal that you want to in life, but it's all about just inspiring other people and giving other people that opportunity that you had. So I never thought about math, never thought about financial education until I sat down with my family. It was my like my first 30 days in the business. Mm -hmm. I sat down with my family and my dad is, he's good with his, you know, he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. So I was like, mm, this is gonna be a hard appointment. Yeah. This ain't gonna be, this ain't gonna go right. But we sat there, and it's not even about like just middle-income families. It's just about anybody in general, getting them from where they need to be from point A to point B. So when we were able to help my dad, when he's an investor, so I was able to help him and teach him stuff, that's when I was like, okay, like I could really do this. Like I could really educate myself to the fact that I could help people that are twice my age. Right. I could help people that... It's a whole different generation. Y'all feel me? Like, oh me and my parents, it's different. Like, I yeah. feel it. They're on a whole different... That's what I'm saying. Like, you can break that cycle. If your family has been going through all this stuff, mm -hmm. in the past relationships, y'all been divorced. Like, your, your parents been divorced. Your grandparents have been broke. This and this and that. Like, you can break that cycle. There's no, there's no study saying you have to be like this person. But a lot of times we feel like... Okay, because my, my parents were broke, because because my parents didn't do this and that, that's gonna that's my life. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I can't do this. I can't do this. Nobody before me has done this. But that's when the you gonna come into realization with yourself. You have to face yourself and face that adversity that you're gonna have with yourself. It's hard as hell. It's gonna feel like nobody is there with you. People be telling me, I'm to I'm gonna be real with y'all, people be coming up to me like that I haven't seen in a while, and they're like, oh yeah, I see you. Okay, mm -hmm. I see you, girl, you doing this and that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you gotta act like you more confident than you really are. That's, that. yeah. that's, the, that's the key, you gotta act like, okay, yeah. yeah. Fix your blouse, huh? <laughs> but, but the fact that people are telling me that you got it, like I see you doing big things, like you inspire me, the fact that people are telling me that, and I feel like I'm nowhere, nowhere near where I need to be in life. Mm -hmm. The fact that people are telling me I inspire them, I'm like, you have no idea like what I'm about to do. You have no idea. Like, I'm inspiring you right now. Let me boss the fuck up. <laughs> Straight up. Let me boss the yeah. fuck up. Because you think this is a, a level, like, you have no idea what I'm about to do. So, at the end of the day, for any entrepreneurs, I tell y'all, like, stay true to yourself just be yourself just believe in yourself that's all you need that's all you need 100 percent in yourself but you if you feel like you have an idea go 100 percent on that yeah. because if you don't it's just going to be an idea at the yeah. end of the day it's just going to be an idea it's not going to be anything yeah you no. could you have you could have a million dollar mindset but if you don't put that action behind it it's just there that's true yeah now financial, oh go ahead well i was going to say financial um education is definitely important. Uh, me and my best friend were just talking the other day. You got people in their 20s making $60,000, $70,000 a year and still be broke. You got people making $9, $10 an hour going on vacation and taking trips and doing all kind of shit. Um, and it's because they know how to manage their money. Their money. That's yeah. it. That's all they have yeah. to do. You know, yeah. when you make more money, you think you can spend more money. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But you still need to be pocketing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I can make That's thirty. Facts. Yeah, I can make thirty thousand dollars less than you, and you still end up with more money than me at the end of the year. You know, so I think it's very important for young, young yeah. people to, um, you know, get into uh, being financial, financially free. Yeah, financially That's the main goal: doing what you love, 
but also making a, a income off of that. Absolutely. The bigger the impact, the bigger the income. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? amen. So, I mean, what I will say is, people with less money who learn how to budget better, mm -hmm. you know a passport costs the same amount as a pair of Jordans? Mm -hmm. Stop buying shoes. Exactly. Start providing exactly. yourself with memories and life Hold experiences. Hold up, Jeff be dropping them jewels. <laughs> and for real, I'm dead ass. Um, I had a friend Fuck who took a trip to, to, to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> and her trip all around, round trip, was $786. She stayed at a beautiful hotel, which is right off the ocean. Um, it was all inclusive. And all she had to pay for was her flight and her room and everything else. She was okay. Take care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think a lot of about, companies that you can get with right now, you can man, you can pay next to nothing to go travel and see the world and have fun. It's not about what you get; it's about how you make the most out of what you have. And what tips do you have for someone who is struggling with financial literacy? Like, um, how do you help them build their credit? How do you help them get educated about the things that we know nothing about? Shoot, that's hard because self motivation is very hard like it's a lot of it is like i said like i said self-taught so it's hard you could you could, i could tell somebody all day what to do this and this and that like how they can make this much for, um in a month you know but i think a lot of it has to do with just the person's mindset it, it's not you know what I'm saying? You could tell someone all day long how I did this, how I did that, but if they're not willing to learn, if they're not open-minded to, like, the opportunity to even learn about it, you loss. can't teach no one. Yeah, you can't teach no one no, nothing that they, you know, not ready to learn about. Mm -hmm. So if so, you have a person that is ready to learn, like, say you have somebody to come in and say, hey, look, this is what I make, this is what I'm trying to do, this is what I want to do, like, what plan would you put in place for them? I mean, like... If you have a person right yeah. now to say, I make $60,000 a year, okay. but I'm trying to save so much, and I want to take trips, and I want to be able to put so much back, okay. like, what That's plan what are you putting in place for them? Okay, so the plan I'm putting is two things. One, either sitting down with them and their wife, or they're on their own. I literally sit down with families, like husband and wife mainly, because would you agree that most financial, you know, uh, you would want to you would want to want to make the decision with your partner. Yeah, exactly. If y'all got if y'all got the money together or got any accounts together, you'd want to sit with the person that you got, you know, going. You got them going yeah, with that. Yeah, whatever so, you building, you want to keep. Exactly. You so with. usually we sit with you know both partners and we sit down with them and we show them. Okay, show me where you're at right now. We get their budget. How much you spend on groceries? This much. How much you spend on Pampers? This much. How much you spend on gas this much this and that we go down the list okay we profit let's say 10 to 20 percent of that okay let's put what you spend in 200 300 a month what you're spending you could agree that all that money that you're putting into maybe food entertainment you could spend you could save that much money mm -hmm. so we show we show people with that money that that extra money like the 200 300 a month Put that into a Roth IRA, which is mm -hmm. a which is a retirement account, mm -hmm. your own account, not with the bank. Don't, don't save either. with the bank. Don't save with the bank. They giving you one less than one percent. If you're trying to like grow your income, to like um, don't save with the bank, pretty much. So I would tell people, okay, I would show them the plan. But I, I'm in the process of getting my investment license, so I'm trying to show people like how to create their own Roth IRA. Because I have my own Roth IRA. So 
let me just tell y'all, like, if I start right now, I'm 20 years old. So if I start right now, by the time I'm 40, 50, I have one point, two point something million saved up. So pretty much, I'm trying to show people while you're young, mm -hmm. let me show you how to save. So you 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 don't have the option to retire broke. Right. You will retire a, a millionaire because every single one of us, we are born millionaires. Mm -hmm. You're every single bone in your body. If you right now, let take me away, <laughs> sell my body right now. You silly, are worth. Oh, you are worth more than a millionaire. <laughs> You are worth more than a million dollars. So why are you settling for $12 an hour? Why are you settling for $10 an hour? I'm telling you that, yeah, you could be comfortable with that paycheck, but the end, at the end of the day, you want to have money working for you. You don't want to be working for money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want that money to come in. If you're on vacation, you want that paycheck to hit. Okay? Let me tell you, you want that paycheck to hit. That's a lifestyle you want. So what do you truly... you? I, Somebody said this. I don't know who said this, but what is your true desire? I think that's the main purpose in life. What is your purpose? Like, what are you meant? You're meant to be on earth for a certain reason. So find that reason. Find that purpose. You are worthy. Mm -hmm. If you ever feel like you're not worthy, you are worthy, okay? Mm -hmm. You are meant to be here. You are meant to do something on this earth. You were put here for a reason. Do you know how every day somebody is dying every single day something happens you hear about it you you know what i'm saying your your best friend somebody you know is mm -hmm. is losing their life so that use that as i know it's tragic but use that as motivation to damn like what if i had 10 years left what if i had 15 years left what, what if i had one what year what left what if i had a month left so bro? my question is this like i mean yeah. i mean i know what you're doing like what she said with financial literacy um you're helping people to grow their to grow their funds, teach them how to save their funds, to retire early, to figure out what it is. And how do they how do they contact you? How do they reach you and get assistance from you? How do like, they contact me? Okay, literally in person. Be like, I want to have, I want, I want to plan. That's it. Like, I just want to sit down. All you gotta do, you don't even gotta do nothing. The people that we go see, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do. The thing is that our business is a word-to-mouth business. So it's like, I sit down with you right now, and, and you're like, wow, I didn't even think this was possible. Mm -hmm. You go tell your uncle, you go tell your cousin, you go tell your brother, yo, I just got, like, I'm set. I'm set. I feel comfortable. I thought I was good, but now I'm actually really good. Mm -hmm. I, now I'm actually really good. So it's like, reaching out to me. Everything mm -hmm. is me. I'm doing all the work. All you tell me is, what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do. And be open with your financial. What's your, you, have, you have a website or like a uh, Instagram or. I any? do. I have a website, but honestly, con like slide in my DMs. I'm tired of. I'm tired. Look, I ain't got time for you boys trying to chill with me, trying to do all this stuff. Like, hit me up about how to set your financial freedom. Like, how, how you can get to financial freedom. Like, that's what I'm on. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, all you got to do is hit me up and be like, Hey, how do I get a financial analysis? That's all. It's free. All you got. Oh, that's all you got to say. Me and it's free. free. It's free. Say it again. Free.com. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. Pause. Let me say that again. A Okay, so it's free for me to come to your house. Everything is me coming to you. That's what I'm saying. Like everything is me coming to you with either somebody that's licensed in investments, because I'm not licensed yet. Almost. 
Okay. But I will bring somebody that is, has been in the business for five plus years that knows they shit. Because I've been in there for one year. Okay. I could say I know my stuff, but at the end of the day, the person that's been there for five years is not going to tell you more than I know. Exactly. So I'm going to bring that person with me just so you know all the info. And free financial. Okay, let, show me what you got. 401k, uh, Roth IRA, uh, insurance. Show me uh, life, uh, life insurance, house insurance, all that. Show me what you got. Pulls that out on paper. Okay, we're looking through it. Oh, by the way, this, I can get that for you cheaper. So you basically showing them how to make their money, make money. Yeah. Oh, you in debt? Let me show you how to how to get out of debt quicker. It's called debt stacking. It's a, it's a whole theory to it. Mm. We help people how to get out of debt 20 years sooner. So I'm very proud to be a part of this, a, a part of this company. A lot of people, though, give me negativity about this because, oh, it's marketing. Oh, it's a scam. Oh, this and that. Oh, you're not making money off of it. You gotta make, you gotta be broke before you make money. You gotta, what? You gotta, what? Um, you gotta, yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is um, that's definitely important, but another thing that attracted me to you was that, you know, you're a model. You yeah. do the runway. Yeah, yeah. socialite. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so um, I know, <laughs> like, I know. Um, I have a little bit of fashion experience, okay. but from the designer side. And so I seen your your video when you mm -hmm. were behind the scenes and you mm -hmm. were getting ready. Um, I know that shit gets crazy. Um, yeah, but, and I know like for designers, we have to find patterns, you have to find fabric, oh, yeah. we have oh, to yeah. design and stuff. So um, from a model's Sheesh. perspective, what is it that you have to do um, to let somebody else know that's trying to get into modeling? How did you get started? Okay. And um, what are some ways that you prepare for a fashion show or a photo shoot? <laughs> Sips tea. Sips tea on that one because <laughs> a lot of people ask me, like, by the way, I do do runway modeling. So a lot of people ask uh -oh. me, like, how you do it? that ass runway? It's crazy because ain't no five foot, five four model getting casted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, at even at castings, they're like, you have to five, be eight, five seven, five right. eight, five seven. And I'm just like, I'm gonna still go. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's the energy that I bring that's so really gonna, It's about who you working with. It's not about how they look, this and that. Okay, if I really like this person, I'm gonna go out of my way to work with them. Mm -hmm. So my advice for people, because a lot of people ask me like, How'd you get into modeling? Like, put me on, this and that. I can't put you on because I put myself on. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, I it just happened for me. Like, it was out of nowhere. Like, okay, at first, I was taking acting classes right out of high school. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't know. Like, I had no idea what I wanted to go to college for. I didn't know anything. Yeah. And I was like, people been telling me you should act. You you got this something about your personality. Mm -hmm. You should act. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take acting classes. Mm -hmm. I took acting classes. Never thought about modeling. Never, cause I was like, I ain't built for that. Like <laughs> straight up, like, I ain't built for that. And then like I one day like last summer I did a, a fashion show, and it went well. So I was like, this is fun. Like I like. I kind of like be, when it comes to fashion. I like being the center of attention. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. You see this drift? Okay, you about to look twice. You about to. I'm Make about to have. Up, huh? I'm about to have that's your head turning twice. You know, you know, you know, you know, like, know what's going all on. You, you know when you see it, you see it. You gotta go get it on your own. Like you have to seek out opportunity. 
opportunity. You got to be ready for that opportunity when it comes to you. So it's really hard for me to put someone on and do right. this and that for them because how bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. If this is what you want to do, go out and network. It's all about networking. Absolutely. It all started from February. That's how my, honestly, I can say my modeling career started from February when I went to the Jay Milan um, fashion. Yeah. yeah. She had a, do y'all know who Jay Milan is? Yeah, her name. Okay. We don't have a clue. We have to explain You know what I'm talking about? Okay. <laughs> She's, uh, she is grinding out here from Houston. She's doing big things. She has her own Jay modeling agency. She started when she was 16. Jay Milan, shout out to you my girl but anyways i went to her model boot camp in february and from there i realized that it all has to do with networking right. like meeting people from there i can say that i met people that led me to me finding opportunities does that make sense that makes perfect sense so that's what i'm saying like seek out opportunity like work so you don't gotta bro you don't gotta even flex like work so hard somebody will notice that mm -hmm. somebody will reach out to you and be like what you got going on or like what yeah. you doing like let, let me let me be a part of this or like people start to like want to collab so it's just like mm -hmm. stay true to yourself do what you got don't it don't matter what nobody has to say just stay true to yourself because you have a voice. You have your own story. It don't matter if somebody did it 10 years sooner than you did, five years sooner than you did. At the end of the day, like, you have your own story. If you do it at 40, you did it at 40. It don't matter if somebody did it at 25. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still, mm -hmm. as long as you did it, as long as you really feel that happiness and you feel like you fulfilled your happiness, then, like, you could really say, it. okay, like, I'm satisfied from where I'm at but don't get too comfortable right because a lot of times people get comfortable where they're at so make sure you check us out talk back to me podcast dot core94.com to get your booking going this was Giselle and we'll be right back with final takes all right, and we back again. Talk back to me, podcast. We about to close things out with the inspirational and profound ticket. What you got for us right now? Hey, man, ticket thoughts for the end of the day, man. I mean, we touched on child support today. We touched on business. We touched on everything. But, I mean, with child support, just receive what's a need and not what's a want. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, invest into your child and not into your desires. So, if that makes sense to you, when you're receiving money from somebody, if it's enough and it is what you need, Invest into your child, not into yourself. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, that's simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez, God, what's wrong, Jelly? Word. <laughs> Jelly, what you got? <laughs> what's wrong, Jelly? Jelly, Jelly be no. quiet for too long. No, what's I up? feel like I feel like that is so accurate. Again, take your emotions out of parenting when it comes Straight to up. dealing with your partner. As far as your child goes, be all in. But as far as dealing with your baby daddy, your baby mother. Stop going off of what you feel and start doing what's best for your baby. Jelly sit back over there in that chair like, damn, mm -hmm. I picked the wrong baby daddy. Oh, <laughs> it's just a joke. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just you know what? Shit. I appreciate my baby daddy. You because to. He's, he's, he's active in his son's life, and that's all I can ask of him. Don't ask him for shit else. So, hey, man, as long as you know what he's supposed yeah. to do, that's As long as you active, I don't care. Every other weekend. And that was a joke, viewers. We just joking. We just joking. We just joking, viewers. That's all. But again, go go from there. I'm just saying, man. Receive what's the need, not what's the want. Invest into your child, and not into your personal okay. desires. Amen. Yep. Giselle, what's your final take on it? On the child support. My final take on it is: do your part, 
have good commu communication skills. If that if that communication lacks in, in the relationship, then um, fix it. Fix it. Find <laughs> a way. Like you 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 don't did the dirty. Now you gotta you gotta take care of the rest of that that has to do with it. So just communication is key, really. If, if there's no communication, then I understand why females have to do what they got to do. But at the end of the day, like, just have that same communication. Y'all was on the same page, hopefully, from the beginning. So just have that same communication from the end. Y'all was on the I same page. Say. You just mad at me, daddy. You was like, I'm finna come. 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 i uh, a lot of times we feel like uh, afraid. We feel afraid and we don't do things, but just know that God got you. Yeah. So, we're afraid because of what everyone else got to say. What's your take, Paul? No, I'm going to most definitely touch on a piece of everybody and what y'all had involved as far as the child support topic. Know who you sleeping with at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, you really know though? Okay. Shit, you, you better find out. Better yeah. find out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, I do. I've had that Instagram before. Oh, you're so right. See what goes well, meet your friends, friends y'all got. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you were raised. I don't know how you were loved. Yeah. So I don't know what Lord. type of parent, a person you're going to be. I don't know how you yeah. were raised. You need to learn people. Hey, man. Before through you the go dick. making them babies. Yeah. Tell them, Pop. Feel it through the penis and feel it through the JJ. Know how they raised through the penis and through the JJ. If it hit you wrong, then that means he probably was raised wrong. Sometimes that's what happens. Also, what did he keep me right? He was still raised wrong. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. My guy, Paul, how you feeling? Out of line with this one, yeah. This is a powerful topic. Again, we're going to welcome Giselle OVO. Make sure you, you check out again on Instagram at Giselle underscore OVO. She has some powerful gems. She's trying to get y'all money right. Make sure y'all stay right. tuned again on the next episode for our up next guest star. You seen the cast, you seen the crew. We here Wednesdays. Controversial topics, inspirational views with the occasional tea. We are Talk Back to Me Podcast. Yeah, that way. Oh. 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 Oh.